good morning to anyone listening, and I guess uh, I'll just jump right into it. So when Brother Kirk asked me to to speak on this podcast, one of the the things that he suggested was, uh, one of the topics that he suggested was prayer. And so that's kind of one that I was thinking about uh, for a while was was speaking about prayer, uh, because that's something that in this year I've been trying to prioritize and get better at prayer, get more consistent with prayer, but as I was thinking about doing that, I thought maybe um, that that sort of led me into the topic that I have here today, which is reading the Bible. Because I, I think for me, as a Christian, the most important tool that that I have found has been reading the Bible, uh, the Bible as a tool. Um, and so I just wanted to to just briefly go over the Bible and maybe some approaches to reading the Bible that I think will be helpful. Uh, maybe just a few do's and don'ts when it comes to reading the Bible. Uh, and so, yeah, let's just jump into it. Um, and so why should you read the Bible, I guess, first off? Uh, well, I, I think, like I was saying, it's one of the most valuable tools that a that a Christian has. And, and the closest that I myself personally have ever felt to God has been reading the Bible. And I think that that's, uh, that that's essential in a Christian's life is, is to have that closeness through the Word of God. So, um now, as far as the Bible goes, I think it's important to point out that the Bible isn't just simply a book, but rather the Bible is a library, a, a collection of books that uh, has a wide range of authors, that has, you know, spans a wide period of time. Uh, and, and so what I'm saying in that is if maybe you've ever opened the Bible and you thought, read a little bit and thought, well, I don't really like reading the Bible, you know, it's sort of boring whatever, whatever the case was, maybe it's that you didn't read the right part of the Bible. You know, maybe you opened to Deuteronomy and read a little of, of the laws and thought, well, this just isn't for me. Maybe you opened the book of Revelations and thought, wow, this is just way too confusing. Just wanted to say that there's a lot to the Bible, a lot of different themes, uh, a lot of different stories. And so maybe there is something in there for you, but it's also important, like uh, as I was saying, that there's different authors, and this is all spanning through different times. There is one central idea to the Bible, and that is Jesus. So the entire Old Testament is pointing forward in time toward Jesus, and then the Old Testament is divided from the New Testament with the birth of Jesus. And so the Gospels, they're pointing at Jesus, and then all the preceding books are pointing back to Jesus. So the Bible, even though it is written by different people, across different times, it all has one central idea, and that's Jesus. Uh, and so the first thing I'll say is is the obvious. The book is divided into two, as we were saying, the Old and the New Testament. But then the Old Testament, you can divide further down into four sections, okay? So uh, the first section, or the first five books of the Bible, uh, we'll call the laws. After that is the histories the poems, and the prophets, okay? So to start with those first five books, which we call the laws, um, there are two books in there that I, I would like to to point out in particular. So we'll start with Genesis. Genesis is my personal favorite in the Bible. So Genesis has stories like, you know, Adam and Eve in the garden, the creation story. Um, it has the Tower of Babel, Cain and Abel, Abraham and Isaac, the flood, it has some of the most iconic stories in the entire Bible. Genesis is a personal favorite of mine. 
Um, so, of course, highly recommend Genesis. Exodus uh, is the story of, of Moses and the Israelites escaping Egypt. Another great book. I think those are two uh, essential books uh, for Christians to understand. They're really, I think, just great reads. And as far as the other books uh, under the law, so Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, these uh, are, of course, important books. All the Bibles, uh, or all the books in the Bible are important books, but these, I would say, are more scholarly books. And if you're new to reading, you're trying to get into it, I'm not saying avoid those, but I, I would just recommend Genesis and Exodus. I think those are really, really great. And then the next, we have the histories. And so these are books like Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, and so on. Um, but if you're maybe a, a person who likes history channel, likes maybe military history and things like this, I would highly recommend First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings. So like I was saying with the book of, of Exodus, that's, God leading uh, the Israelites out of Egypt into the promised land. And so eventually they come to the promised land, and, and when they're there, this, this land is already inhabited. So First and Second Samuel is the story, uh, the stories of, of David and his military conquest in that area and creating the kingdom of Israel. And so if you're into sort of like, like I was saying, military history, maybe like the History Channel is something that's, you know, something that you like. I, I think First and Second Samuel these stories about David uh, could be could be really good for you, and then First and Second Kings is sort of the the fall of Israel, the the dividing up of Israel and falling into the hands of the enemy. So First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, really really great books. Uh, then next we have uh, the poems, as I call them. Some people call them the wisdom literatures. Maybe you'll hear them called something like that. But the poems. So these are books like Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Songs of Solomon. Um, one important note that I wanted to make about these is that um, these books, I think, were were intended to be read a little slower, that they're more like meditative text rather than they are stories. So back to our example of Exodus, right? We have uh, a cast of characters, and and we're following them on this journey. So we have Moses and Aaron, and then we have Pharaoh and the Israelites, and they're leaving Egypt, and they're going into the desert to find the promised land. So that's a, a narrative arc that we can follow. And even if we don't, if we read that whole story in one sitting, even if we didn't remember everything along the way, we can follow that general narrative arc and know, you know, what is going on. But if we take a, a book like Proverbs, for example, the book of Proverbs doesn't have a narrative arc like that. So let me give you a quick excerpt from the book of Proverbs, so you can see what I mean. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a sorrow to his mother. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death. So you see how this isn't a cast of characters in the story who are following some narrative arc going from one place to another, like in the book of Exodus. And so if you were to sit down and read five chapters of Proverbs, you would think like, man, I ran into some really good things in this, but I can't remember it. And I think that would be because, like I was saying, this book doesn't follow a cast of characters, and it makes it a little harder to to memorize. So for books like these, I would say read in smaller quantities. Maybe read them at the beginning of your day and try to carry them with you throughout the day because I think that they were intended to be more, as I was saying, meditative or contemplative text, and I think they're best for that. So that's the poems. That That is with the exception of Job. So Job is a story. 
with a character that you're following. And Job is actually a really great story and one that I would, would highly recommend. And then after that, to wrap up the Old Testament, we have the prophets. And so the prophets are really, really important books to understanding Jesus. So they're prophesying about this Messiah and about this one to come. Uh, and so understanding who Jesus is and who Jesus represents, the prophets are really essential for that. But I'll, if you're new to reading the Bible, I would recommend reading the Gospels first and then the prophets. Okay, and then after the prophets, we will jump into, yes, the New Testament. So the New Testament opens with the Gospels, which is the first four books, and these are detailing the life and the ministry and then eventually ending in the death of Jesus. And so if you are a new Christian um, or maybe new to just reading the Bible, this is the obvious place to start with the Gospels. And so any of the four really uh, will do. Um, my personal favorite is John. I think John chapter 1 is um, the, the opening of that book, opening of John, I think is some of the most profound writing in the Bible. In my opinion, I would recommend John, but any of the four, like I said, for the Gospels. Uh, uh, and then next, so the four, the, the New Testament I have divided into four sections. So the Gospel, as we just said, Acts, the letters, and then Revelations. And so next, Acts. Um, and so Acts is a just a another sort of history book, which is a history on the, the early church. Really great book. You get to know Peter in this book, and Peter is a great orator. So Peter gives uh, these speeches in the book of Acts, which are like absolutely unbelievable. And then you also get to uh, be introduced to to Paul and understand his ministry and and things like that. And so speaking of Paul, that gets us into our next one, which is the letters. So there are letters other than just the letters of Paul, but Paul makes up the majority of these letters. And um, and I think Paul is really great for, uh, for new believers because Paul was a convert late in his life. Uh, and Paul really understands what it means, I think, what it means to be human. And, and he talks a lot about that and writes a lot about that. And, and for an example of what I mean, here's Romans 7.15, written by Paul. For I do not understand my own actions. For what I want to do, I do not, but I do the very thing I hate. And, and so he talks about that, about wanting to do one thing but being drawn into another direction. And, and I think um, that for any new Christian reading Paul, so the, the letters of Paul, would be really surprised by by some of the things that, that Paul is saying. Or even if you are a Christian and have been a Christian for a while but not you're not familiar with with Paul's letters. I think reading that could give you uh, a fresh and a new understanding about what it means to be a Christian. I think the 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 letters of Paul are are without a doubt some of my favorite as well. And then the Book of Revelations um, is is a very difficult book, a very interesting book. If you know you've ever opened the Book of Revelations and, and read it and thought, you know, wow, I can't understand any of this. Well. I'll just say you're not alone. It is a very difficult book. I myself don't understand much of it, um, but it is an interesting book and, and worth a read, of course. And then so in closing, to just try to put a bow on everything, uh, Genesis and Exodus are two of my favorite books, specifically Genesis, uh, and I would highly recommend those. Uh, anybody who's interested in history, military history, things like this, I would recommend First uh, and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings. Uh, the poems are really good poems of the Old Testament. So, Proverbs, Songs of Solomon, Ecclesiastes, Psalms. 
These books really good, but I believe should be read slow. Uh, the Gospels uh, are an essential reading for any Christian, I believe. Um, yeah, anybody reading the Bible for the first time, any new Christian should start there. Any of the four will do. My personal recommendation is the book of John. Um, the Letters of Paul, again, great for new believers. Uh, I, I would recommend Romans and Philippians. Philippians is a really short one, a really good one. Um, and then also I'll end by saying that, you know, if, if reading seems like really difficult, um, that, that reading is a skill and it's something that you can improve and that each time you do it, you get better. And the more you do it, the better you get. Um, and, and also you don't have to read a lot at once, but just a daily habit, uh, is, is, is really good, a good way to do that and to get better at it. And also the audiobooks are available on the Version Bible app completely free. Uh, just listening to the stories, I think, is a great way uh, to get the information. Uh, it's something that I do often, just ride in the car, listen to the audiobooks, love the audiobooks. Uh, and that's a great way to hear these stories as well. So that's all I have for you guys. Thank you. <laughs>